Oh, hey, Dan. Oh, hey, Rob. How's it going? Good, good. How you been? You been busy? I have been busy. I have... I think I have, like, uh... I think I have rats or something. Or maybe mice. Really? Yeah, I keep really? hearing, like, a... I don't know, like a scratching. Like, in the in the middle of the night, it'll wake me up. It's, like, a scratching in the walls or something. I don't know. Interesting. My, my, and Interesting. my cats, not doing a damn thing about it. <laughs> what good are they, right? Yeah. How, how are you? What's going on with you? I'm good. I don't know anything about that. Weirdly, though, I've been having, like, kind of a similar problem. Hmm. Um, I hear, like, a loud thumping, moaning sound Okay. in the walls. It hmm. sounds like... It sounds like um, not even two people having sex. Maybe like four to five people having sex. Sure. In the walls of my house. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, do do you have? Uh, I mean, is it like a? Do you have any idea uh, if it's actually people in your walls? I guess. I mean, that does sound pretty far fetched, right? It, it it's Who, very far fetched. I mean, who would go and do a thing like that? Exactly. Who could possibly do something like that? And why? Why would they? Why would people be having group sex in your walls specifically? Yeah, that doesn't it's make just, any sense. I know, but it's just but like you're, I don't know. You're definitely not. Um, you can't identify any of the people, right? Like nobody, nobody said anything, or you didn't overhear anything that was like, um, you know, maybe. Uh, give you a clue as to who it was. I'm trying to, yeah, I was trying to figure that out. Cause like, it does kind of sound like it's coming from all around me. That's the thing. And I don't mm-hmm. think it, obviously that's crazy, but I think it's just so booming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes it could be so hard to make out over just sort of the like sloppy sounds. Sure. You know, sort of non, a lot of sloppy sounds. Yeah. Why'd you say it like that? Like what? You know, sloshing, gushing, sure. squishing, yeah, there's a, yeah, spooging. No, there's a there's a fair amount of uh, squishing and squashing and whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anyway. I'm sure I haven't been over there. I have not heard any of it myself, but I, I, uh-huh. I you know, uh, I can. I'm just. I can imagine it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's anyway, I do. I know it sounds crazy, but I do think it might actually be group sex because the. Uh, the walls of my apartment are doing the Barton Fink thing, you Which, know, where the wallpaper comes down and there's like a goo. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I do think maybe it's that, but okay. yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a lot of moaning, slurping, squ- yep. uh, squishing. And then, uh, I do keep, I do keep hearing, I do keep hearing the name, uh, Timothy, like Timothy Chalamet, mm-hmm. which I... I you don't hear that name a lot. It's basically just in my life I basically hear his name, yeah. the actor, yeah. and then you talking about what a beautiful name that is you wish that was your name. I do wish that was my name. I talk uh-huh. about that kind of all the time. Yeah. Um yeah. Sometimes if I'm around people Wait, that, hold on. What? Where are you recording from? Um what do you I can, I'm getting like this weird echo thing. It's, oh, I don't it? think it's, well, cause no, I think I, wait a second. Am I? Oh, don't, shit. Sh- oh shit. Hold on. Keep talking. Keep talking. Uh, all right. Um, let me just talk about how I want to be named. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I would, uh, uh, 
I okay, so I found a little hole in my wall, Rob. Except it's maybe not a peephole. I don't really know what's going on here. Is it at eye level? Not quite. No, we'll say. Hmm. I I told. Uh huh. I told Timothy to not do that in directly into your walls but oh, still pretending you're not timothy i'm looking at you through the hole in my wall you, you, you can see me uh let's just do the show oh god damn it this week on king me an epics original this is chapel Wade part one King May. King May. So in King that, Timothy. you were supposed to be Timothy, and all the women were calling you Timothy. Oh. <laughs> That's, I didn't make that clear. <laughs> Welcome to King Me, the official Stephen King movie podcast, the official podcast of Kinging Me, the official podcast of consenting adults doing whatever the hell they want. In, in your walls. walls of my home. <laughs> uh, the worm that doth corrupt indeed, right? That would have been a good thing to say up oh, top. <laughs> it's the official podcast of Adrian Brody doing uh, Daniel Plainview. <laughs> right? Yeah. What is his deal? This yeah. is Daniel. This is Daniel Plainview vampire story. Yeah. A little bit. I, I have a competition in me. <laughs> <laughs> I have not abandoned my daughters. <laughs> I have not abandoned my daughters. Yeah. We're talking about Chapel Wait. Of course, uh, we're of, course about of course we are. Uh, 2021 Epics Original. There's no tagline for this show, so I had to go with an Epics Original. An Epics Original, a channel That's... that I don't think exists anymore? No, no, and I wasn't convinced at the time. You could put it on, but mm, not mm. buying it. Yeah. Um, Epics, did they, what other original programming did Epics have? Oh, they had some really great stuff. Is that Damn. right? They had, well, of course they had Unhuman. Of course, we all remember Unhuman. To say nothing of A House on the Bayou? <laughs> what is that? So this is actually MGM Plus. Oh my god, I hate everything. Yeah, I, I think I think Epics got bought by MGM Plus despite not existing. <laughs> I guess if I got conned into buying something that didn't exist, I would pretend I would continue pretending it exists. Also, right, we gotta we gotta throw some uh, some content up on the on the <laughs> Epics feed. That's right. That's right. So someone made a a list uh, like an IMDb list titled every Epics original series except. I'm not quite because like Pennyworth is on here and that's not Epics. What channel is that? Isn't that H? It says oh. HBO, HBO Max. No. Whatever. I, it's definitely not an HBO show. It says it's a Max original right on the poster. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm gonna run through so, the names of some actual Epics original series, and okay. I want you to tell me if any of these ring a bell. Got it. Okay. Belgravia. <laughs> Now is that just like um What do you think what do you think Belgravia is about? Yeah, let's I, do this. Yeah. I think Belgravia is I mean it, my first instinct is it, it's about gravy. Um Oh, like good gravy, like, like that beautiful good gravy. gravy. Maybe it's like a, a bit French of show about 
the first guy who made gravy, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, what's Belgravia actually about? Maybe it's a well, place. Well, yes. So Belgrave is a place in England, and that is what it's about. It follows the events when the emerging nouveau riche, including Ooh. the Trenchard family, rub shoulders with London's established upper classes, and when secrets from the past threaten to emerge. For some reason, that's the end of the sentence. That's- that sounds sounds awesome. Sounds super yeah, sure. exciting and very interesting to watch. Big period piece push here. So there's also they have another show called Britannia, which I've, is I feel like I've heard of Britannia. It's set in 43 AD. So wow, <sighs> only 43 years since Christ died. Oh man, that's like uh, um, it's not that too long. soon. Is it's that too one? soon? Yeah, it's too soon. Mm. Berlin Berlin Station, you know Berlin Station. <laughs> I don't know any of these. Perpetual Grace LTD. This is terrible. What? None oh, of these oh. shows exist. There's a show starring Nick Nolte called Graves, where he plays a former president named Richard Graves. Oh my god. President Nick Nolte. <laughs> Could you imagine? No, no. Okay, the last one I'll say is that Epics made a get. They made the Get Shorty TV series, apparently starring Chris O'Dowd and Ray Romano. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I think the only time I ever saw an advertisement for it was like on Hulu, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Seems totally made up. Okay, so Gizmo is climbing all over me like like I'm a damn jungle gym here. Uh, can't get enough of those shots. Wants another shot. Yeah, she loves them now. <laughs> Please. Ju- Papa, juice me up. Juice me up. Aww. Let me get fucking wrecked. So, Chapelway, this is the this is sort of the quality. Is this the most uh, successful show on uh, from on from Epics? the epics uh, that I could find? Certainly. I mean, I'm li- I don't know. I'm not really a Graves guy. <laughs> I'm more of a gravy guy. Yeah. Yes. Belgravian. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I, everything else here sounds... Uh, I, I mean, I've, certain, I've certainly never heard of any of these. There's a, a Billy the Kid biopic. This, is, this all sounds fucking terrible. No mm-hmm. wonder that channel doesn't really exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So yeah, this must be the most. I to tell you the truth, I thought this was an HBO series also before I started watching it, and mm. then it became imminently clear that it is not an HBO series. That's right. It is. You said it was okay. I was expecting an okay show. I think it's well. I think when I said that, I also <laughs> may not have watched the last uh, episode five. Mm. Uh, Were you like uh, Bradley Knoll in the sublime cover of Scarlet Begonias? Had you, had you, sorry, go ahead. Sip mushroom tea? (laughs) Had you sipped some mushroom tea? Had you smoked opium, acid, heroin, and PCP? Yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason that this episode is coming out late is I went on a massive bender. Yeah. Rob just got out of rehab. <laughs> yeah. 
And I'm doing great now. I've watched all uh, all five episodes that we're talking about today. Chapel Wait, starring mm. Adrian Brody. The piano himself. Famous Jamaican uh, actor. <laughs> uh, Excuse I. I'm Adrian Brody. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How appropriate to bring up Sublime in the yeah, yeah, yeah more white yeah. reggae. White guys doing Jamaican uh, patois. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not doing Jamaican patois in this. He's, I think he's doing Daniel Plainview. Do he you is doing agree Daniel with this? Plainview. Right? Like he even has the scene where he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm opening a lumber mill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they do that scene. They do. They do they do the scene where he makes his case to the town and Paul F. Tompkins is there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm opening a mill. Everybody is invited to come work for me. Of in course two you years, will all it will be... be the biggest mill in the northern east. Of course you will all be adequately compensated <laughs> for your work. And all I ask in return is Wampiers. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we're back this to, it, we spent like I feel like we spent several months just talking about vamps, different kinds. Yeah, you know, for and now we're back to vampires, <laughs> and now we're vamping because neither of us wants to talk about the show. <laughs> yeah, no, we are back. We are back on vampires. So Chapelweight adapted from Jerusalem's Law, which we talked about yes. last week, Tuesday. Yep, Tuesday. Um, and we liked, we liked quite a bit, in fact. Yeah. Uh, one of the things we liked about it is that there were no vampires. There were no, no vampires. Exactly. No wamps. Um, and Chapel Way is like, you know what the problem with our source material is? <laughs> First of all, not enough characters. We need way many more characters. Yeah. Second problem with the source material Everyone in the short story agrees what year it is and acts accordingly and delivers their lines appropriately. <laughs> Third yeah. problem. Uh, no, no one appears. So yeah, um, that is another thing I noticed right off the bat is like everyone is, some people are really going old timey. Other people are just doing normal kind of 2021 speak. Right. And uh, mo- I think most egregiously is the Shits Creek lady who's in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's she her just name? sounds like Emily Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. She just sounds like she's uh, roughly the same character from Shits Creek. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sounds exactly the same. Didn't turn on any sort of character for it. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. No. Um, sorry, one second. Paige is asking if she can come in here. Oh, well. Obviously, she she cannot. You're recording, and I'm sure you told her that. This is very serious work. (laughs) I'm putting together a podcast. I'm talking about lampiers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so there's that issue. There's also the just, like, you know... First of all, the lore gets over-explained and I mean, extremely complicated. The the real the big problem is they took a short story that was what like ten pages or so, and they turned it into a ten-part uh, yeah. season of television. Each each page gets stretched out into fifty minutes of Epic's original programming. Yeah. And like you said, like they're like, oh well, there not there aren't enough characters here to. Uh, 
to warrant a, a ten episode. Uh, we gotta we gotta add more characters here. We also have to add vampires. We have to make this thing a different thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like I feel like this. I don't know. I mean, I guess I get it in that like. So the short story is very sort of Lovecrafty, right? Yeah. There's like eldritch horror and that actually does seem hard to sustain over 10 episodes because sure. The device every time is like, what is this incomprehensible? Like it's the very thing we complained about with like the mist series or your castle rock, where it's just like sort of teasing you along. But also, I mean, the, I'm sure nobody had a gun to their head and they were like, you have to make Chapel wait 10 episodes. <laughs> like, can we do something else? Can we do something different? <laughs> like, And y- what's crazy is like, this doesn't seem like an, in- this doesn't seem to me like an instance of like a retrofitted script, right? Like no, this it- wasn't an idea for something else that they tried to like graft a Stephen King property on too. Yeah, because like it it feels sort of like the the story, the short story element of it is like playing in the background almost. Yeah. Like oh, like we'll we'll touch on this bit in, you know, this little thing for a second in this episode, but we also it's um it's a little bit like uh, what's the uh is it the Crucible? Is that the one about the Salem witch trials? Uh yeah. Right, Goody it, Proctor, yeah, yeah, what have you? Yeah. Not that this is like a witch hunt or anything, not yet. Hey, Daniel Day Lewis is in that, right? Is he in that? Oh yeah, I think he is. I think he is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, it it feels like that where it's like, oh, well, we got to make we have to make characters in the town. What if the what if the town pastor, uh, who's married, dude? Yeah. What is uh, this soap fu- opera? Fucks a young woman and gets her pregnant. <laughs> and that's actually how the baby gets messed up. Right. Oh, like, yeah, all these things in the short story, which just like. I mean, it was, in the short story, like it was it wasn't even a sentence. It was part of a sentence where they were mm-hmm. like, uh, here's some fucked up things that happened. Um, a baby was born with no eyes. Um, yeah. yeah. Et cetera. Whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and maybe that's just it. Maybe there's like no good way to adapt this, but you know what the better way to adapt this would have been? Oh. What? Just make it fucking shorter. Yeah, and make it make it 3 episodes. Yeah, you could make it 3 1-hour episodes. You could do like a mini series kind of thing. Not everything Instead of has adding to be I'm a show, not everything has to be a movie. You could yeah. do other things with it. It's fucking, I don't know. Right. Make it three episodes instead of adding a dead wife and three kids. Three. It's too many. And look, again, never, I don't want to rag on child actors too much, but I mean, talk about not doing like (laughs) period style acting. Sure. They are just being kid actors for sure. They're just being, yeah. And one of them is named Tane. Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> right. One of them is named after Paul Rudd's computer program in the Tim and Eric sketch that <laughs> I just showed Rob because he'd never seen it. Uh, Rob's got his cough back. <laughs> it's good to good to have that cough back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Aw, miss that cough. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, Should we just go through it, I guess? Episode by episode? Episode by by episode. You know what, though? What? Chloris was there. That was nice. She was there. Got my Chloris fix. Mrs. Chloris. I gotta get me my Chloris. Played by Gabrielle Rose. Gabrielle and, Union. <laughs> we have seen her before. Is that right? She's a King alum? She is a King alum, of course. Of course. Um, we just saw her in The Stand. She plays the older woman that goes oh, to Vegas that doesn't quite The lady who it. dies in a motel. Yeah, yeah. In a shootout. In a shootout. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Um, wow. And there's another King alum in here, I believe, as well, that I can't think of off... The dome. Oh, is it uh, Sissy Spacek? <laughs> I don't think so. That's that's probably true. Is it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. minor we'll character. Get there. I'm sure. Um, it, I think it was a guy, but we'll, like I said, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Um. So, Captain Charles Boone. C. Boone, D. Boone's dad. Charlie Boone. That's right. Uh, He has just laid his wife to rest. At sea. He has a wife now, by the way. He has a wife. He no longer has a a guy he's in love with who who also is his butler. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Laser. Uh, Yeah. Throws her overboard. Throws it. Osama Bin Laden style. Yeah. Gives his wife the Osama Bin Laden treatment. And uh, so now he's a single dad of three kids. Sounds more like a sitcom setup I was just going to say, it's a real sitcom uh, sort of setup. Wife dies. Dad's got to, you know, take care of three kids. And he just inherited a family mansion. In a town, in a new town, you know. (laughs) Honestly, maybe that's how you fix this. You just make it a a sitcom. A sitcom. Uh, Don't still make it a period piece, but like it's a multicam sitcom now. Yes, like absolutely. Yeah, with the with the vampires, (laughs) the whole thing. (laughs) Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, Apple Girl would be more at home in. Who the fuck is Apple Girl? Actually, she was the most egregious example of not acting the time period. She was just like, who is Apple Girl? Yeah. Like, in the show? Right, yes. She's the the lady who's walking around barefoot eating an apple being like, hee hee hee, Uh, I'm actually quite evil. And I'm smiling through it all. I didn't even realize her name was Apple Girl. The evil makes me smile. Oh, you know what? I'm kind of twisted that way. I like evil things. It felt very like that's like a corn kids eight character. Yeah. Right? Like that's like a straight to red box kind of <laughs> character and performance. Who's the villain in part eight? I think it's Apple Girl. Apple Girl. <laughs> I mean, makes sense, right? The corn kids are the good guys, and they're going up against the apple girls. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. We're having exactly. a crop off. Uh, um, so, so, right. Uh, they uh, commit her body to the sea. And then the they move deep. into um, 
he gets a letter saying that his cousin Charles has died, and he inherited a home in... No, he's Charles. Stephen died. Oh, Stephen. I'm sorry. He's Charles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephen died, and he inherited a home in uh, in uh, Chapelwaite. Mm, isn't the... Wait, the house is Chapelwaite. Oh, the hapl- it has, house is Chapelwaite. The town is... Um, it's not preachers. Slot. It's, preachers corners, yeah. or something. So yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, preachers corners. Yes. Yeah. This yeah. is all identical to the short story, by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, isn't it? Is there something we could do with like chapel weight and like apple something? Um, chapel weight and apple pay. Um, mm. uh, chapel pay. Chapel pay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, That's not necessarily anything, but maybe we can, over time, make it something. Yeah. 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 Also, I want to apologize up front. I did want to write a quiz called Chapel Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, and I didn't. <laughs> and for that, maybe I'm next sorry. time on the next episode. Yeah, I guess there's a part two, right? There has this to be. Part two. But how can I write questions about a show which has left my mind as I was watching it? <laughs> Yeah, it was just passing through yeah, my mind as well. Um, yeah, really weird. I, I think it's really strange that they picked this story to tell. Like, that they picked the, that short story, and then from that short story, they extrapolated it, and they picked it apart and added things, and this is what they came up with. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what's what's crazy is, like, Yes, the okay. Yes, the source material is only ten pages long. The short story is ten pages long. However, there are two generations of Boone family here to talk about. There's like a whole slew of murders. There's a whole second town, which in this right. version is like an an active cult now instead of yeah. quite full of like I don't know. I don't like what they did there where he like goes into the town and everyone's like kind of like deliverance looking at him. Yeah. That was weird. It's yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah. uh, Yeah. I mean like, so Charles moves to this town with his family who like, I guess we should say that his wife, um, was an, it was not, it was another race. I don't, I don't know exactly what she was. Um, I, I assumed she's supposed to be Polynesian. I don't think they actually say where she's from. Okay. Um, But the kids' names are Honor, Loa, and Tane. And you think about, like, Honor and Loa, and it's like, Honor, very uh, Anglo kind of name. Right. Loa, we assume not Anglo. That's, like, like from her mom's, from the mom's side. And then Tane clearly an unplanned pregnancy <laughs> i don't know tane <laughs> maybe he's tane yeah um, tane boone so so his kids are i guess half polynesian and then half whatever charles is i suppose maybe ichabod crane yeah half plain half view. ichabod yeah <laughs> um so as soon as they get to the town everybody in town is just like super duper racist. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. Don't like it. <laughs> Don't like it. They, yeah. There's also like, 
like the source material, like the Boone family name inspires a lot of animus because uh, much like the source material, Stephen Boone has uh, killed himself and his daughter. Although, excuse me, I think that's like kind of a secret at first, right? There's that's sort of like revealed. Doesn't Cloris like? Isn't the story that like yeah. they die? Like she, f- like the daughter fell down the stairs and then yeah. he hanged himself out of grief. And then Cloris is like, "I have to tell you something. I'm it's Cloris. True. My yeah, name Cl- is Cloris, and that's not true." <laughs> Cl- Cloris, uh, when when Charles first meets her, she's very like, "All right, we clean the house and we're leaving. We're never coming back. I never want to come back here." Yes. Right. Um. Which kind of happens in the short story. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't rub on the microphone. Oh, uh, let her rub on the microphone. It's picking up all of your all of your fur on the mic. That's fine. That's fine. It's adorable. That's fine. Let her do it. Um, I guess. Yeah. Um, it, it's clear that she doesn't want to work for the Boons. I also feel I got a sort of racist vibe from her as well. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Not a great, I don't know. Whatever. A prejudiced Chloris? Yeah. The, a, um, a PC? Uh, we also meet, um, what's her name, in the show, of course, of course, Rebecca Morgan, who's like... Some sort of a writer? Yeah, she's like... uh, She's a bit of a Lois Lane that way? Yeah, she's trying to get a big scoop, and the big scoop is the Boone family moving to... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I found our other King alum. Do you want me to say it or save it? Oh, no, let's say it. Uh, Trina Corkum, who plays Mary Dennison. Trina Corkum. She was in. I mean, maybe this isn't who you were thinking of, but she is a King alum. Okay. You. This may not be her because she, the role is so insanely small. But she was in Big Driver. <laughs> oh well, she's a big driver. Whoa, um, big old fucking driver. Big old fucking driver. Um, I don't think that was the guy that I was talking about, but it's okay, always fun. Well, to, she's a lady. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Well, yeah. Trina um, Corkum. She's a lady. <laughs> oh no, I know who I was talking about now. Um, no, no, let's keep mo- let's proceed. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, there's also me derail this, it like- so everyone gets mad at me, <laughs> and then he gets to swoop in and be the hero and say, "No, no, let's get back on track." There's also a <laughs> illness that is going around in town. Yep, where yep. Uh, uh, we see uh, a little girl who's like very pale. Um, she's sort of like coughing, whatever. Um, and everybody, yeah, it, nobody's, I don't know. I don't think they know what it is. Like they're not, uh, they don't have yeah, any they, idea what it is. They're, they they just do think, think the, boons, the boons. Yeah. They think it's like, a, I think they think at first it's like an exotic illness that they yeah. brought. Cause like the boons prior to moving here lived on boats. Right. Like Charles Boone is a whaler. Right. <laughs> right. Um, hey, another reggae reference. <laughs> yeah. This is the role Adrian was born to play. Um, There's so much. I, I just think it's so weird that they do so much stuff with like 
the race element. Uh, yeah, I it, on it's it, so strange. It, it's so strange because it's so like throwaway and like that's right. not in any way what this story is about. And right. they are not commenting. There's no commentary. There's no insight. There's no no. There's no nothing even like rings particularly true about it. Like yeah. the part where so Honor Boone, the oldest of the Boone kids. Um, has like a brief sort of like romantic thing with um, Abel Stewart, who is a, a black uh, worker who works for Charles at the mm-hmm. mill and sort of like kind of becomes the um, what's his like, what is Charles Boone's like his, buddy's like, name? His buddy, his, uh, his special friend. Yeah. His, in the short story. His, his best friend in the whole Cal. world. Yeah. Calvin. Yeah. He sort he sort of occupies the Cal spot a little bit where he's just sort of like going along on these adventures a yeah, little bit. Yeah, like kind of a guy to bounce ideas off of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a consigliere. Yeah. Uh but yeah, Honor like kisses him at one point and then later he's like you can't kiss me. They'll if they find out I was kissing a white girl, they'll string me up. And then she's like, "But I'm not white." And he says, "You're white enough." And yeah. that's like the end of the conversation. Yeah. And I'm just kind of left like true enough, but right. I'm kind of just left wondering what the function of that is. You know, like sure. That is like I I do think if you are trying to represent a more diverse point of view on your TV show. This is not the story to adapt because this is specifically about like the fucked up Puritan English people who founded the United (laughs) States. Like that is the point of the story. We talked about it. Yeah. Um, So then when you add that in, it really just like muddies the water. Like there's no, it becomes totally unclear. Like what the kids roles are in yeah, this. Yeah, I mean I so uh right, there's the oldest uh child honor. The next one down Loa Loa middle got child. rickets. What's that? She got the rickets. She got rickets. She got those uh Forrest Gump leg braces on. Yes, uh, she does. Which I I don't know. I, I was also getting uh strong uh, midnight mass vibes from this. Totally. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like they're going to do something with that where like she has rickets and she needs leg braces, but then she, yeah, they're already kind of setting that up when Steven comes back and is sort of like, uh, (laughs) he's very, he's so like that. Oh my God. He's like shoulders hunched up hands, like sort of hanging down in claw form. He just saw Nosferatu and he's like, that's, that's what I'm going to go for. That's one of my new like aesthetic. I do like the part where the head vampire says straight up. He's like, I'm a Nosferatu. Yeah. (laughs) End of the day, bottom line, you know, I'm a I'm a Nosferatu. I'm just I mean I'm a classic Nosferatu. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so yeah, when Stephen, that was another weird thing about this is like because this is Wampir, we don't get the and I had asked you about this I think on Tuesday because you'd watched uh, I watched a few of the episodes. You yeah. watched a few before I had. Um, I was like, do they do the scary basement scene? Our favorite part of the short story where. Right. 
cut, you know, just barely visible through the darkness, just like this, like down in the cellar, you yeah. see like a scary sort of like de decomposing face. Right. Um, instead, it's just, it's, he looks like Nicolas Cage in that vampire movie that no one saw. Oh, Renfield? Yeah. You saw oh, it? I did see it. Damn. Did you like it? It's so bad. Yeah, yeah. It's, is that is is Aquafina in that? Sure is. Um there's, Nicholas there's a Holt, person I don't know. I think is his name. It plays uh, uh titular Renfield. And mm. uh when he eats bugs, uh he get he becomes like John Wick, uh super powered. <laughs> uh he goes in John Wick mode and then uh, him and Aquafina have a some sort of a romance or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's. I, 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 I honestly don't remember the last time I saw less chemistry between two people. <laughs> sure, uh, it wasn't even sure. like they hated each other. It was like they were total strangers every time they interacted. Um, her her success kind of. I I don't I don't think I know Nicholas Holt. Um, Nicholas Holt. Her, you you know him. He was in Fury Road. He played the uh Oh the yes, boy. The, yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, okay. I mean, that's a very specific performance, so I can't oh, really sure. speak to him generally. But Aquafina, like, she's like a YouTuber who made good, right? Is that what she like she yeah. got famous from? Yep. And her sustained success is shocking to me. I don't understand it. I don't know how much but, longer it's going to sustain itself because got, yeah. I'll tell you what. Well, we're on. She's back. There, there are th- 27 episodes of Nora from Queens. You know who else is really fucking bad in the movie? Hmm. Ben Schwartzman. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And his villain. character his character name is Tedward. Yeah. That's so annoying. It's all annoying. It seems it's all very annoying. fucking annoying. The movie is really bad. I, I like nobody should watch the movie. Um, well, here's what I'll say. I'm I like that. I like Brandon Scott Jones. I'm glad to see him getting work. Sure. Uh, and that's that's all I can say. Actually, that's yeah, the only you know, thing I care about here. When Nicolas Cage is on screen and he's you know doing he playing Dracula. Uh, that also seems annoying. It, I'm sorry. Even that is like kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, I, I don't know. It feels like he's also in a different movie where he's taking it more seriously than everybody else in the movie. Not not his character necessarily, but him as an actor is like you know he. He, I know, like he goes like really big with his performances and stuff, and he makes like strong choices. Yeah, but he does like a lot of work, and he's not just like, you know, he's in some really bad movies, but even in the bad movies, he's still trying to do something. Sure. Um, so in this, he's still trying to do a thing, um, but it's just that like nobody else is, like nobody else is giving any sort of effort. It feels like. Um, we are living through yeah. a resurgence of epic culture and humor. Um, I'm thinking of the Renfield movie. I'm thinking of, I mean, Deadpool obviously kicks this whole thing off, right? Sure. That's the, the powder keg igniting. But then there's also like Cocaine Bear, Ugh. which is very much that same. That's like 
Uh, that is the snakes on a plane of the 2020s. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I think we're we're starved for good content. I know. And we're not going to get any because there's a, a gosh darn strike. Uh, uh, maybe this will give everyone a chance to reset, make some good content for me. Please. I need Please make me content. some good content. I mean, I did see Oppenheimer. That movie was pretty yeah. good. Oppenheimer style. Yeah. Um, um, you liked it? Yeah, I did like it. Did you see um, Barbo? Oh, sorry, Barbie. Um, me neither. I haven't seen either of the big ones, the big two. All right, Barbenheimer. Um, I, I maybe this week I'll, I'll go see Barbie. Would it uh, surprise you to learn I'm very grouchy about the idea of Barbenheimer? Of course you are. <laughs> of course I am. I don't like anybody's fun. I. Not, not even that you don't like their fun. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like you. You're like. Uh, oh, I could have thought of something better than that, and and you know what I mean. And that like, I just, just like think the fact that uh, like an internet sort of thing like that is, in honestly, really getting people excited. That really is what bugs me. Is like, yeah. It's just like first of all, it's like kind of making do with whatever slop you're fed. Right. Not that either of those are bad movies necessarily, but no, they're it's the only a, like, two movies. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, the way that the two movies marketed themselves, right, mm. being like so extremely different, but they both seemed like they were going to be big sort of events, right? Like yeah. Oppenheimer is the new Christopher Nolan movie. That's a big deal. And the Barbie movie, even though it might be silly or whatever, had a lot of buzz around it. Like, sure. And Margot, yeah, Margot Barbie. Robbie as Barbie is kind of a big deal and a big sell. Right. And also and it's like Greta Gerwig's like, like those, uh, right. Those set pictures that came out like a few months ago, people yep. were really into that. Yep. I, I think it's just a case of like, we as a culture are, are so starved for anything of quality that when yeah. two things <laughs> come out on the same weekend, we're just like, Oh man, Got to got to cram those two words together. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. The problem is like it. I th- maybe unintentionally then reads as like again, kind of like epic humor to be like these two things could not be more different, and yet I'm going right. to see them back to back. Right. I hate that. I yeah. think that's very annoying. But well, I it- also hate everything. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit, and I'm very unhappy, and that's my. <laughs> 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 but whatever i'm right no i know and it's i don't know i, I don't I, I i don't disagree with what you're saying here i think you know i think everybody should have a higher standard of one we accept from yeah i and what bugs me too is like i don't know i do want to see both of those movies yeah i know me too that's but one like of them. <laughs> even the even the pro and anti camps for at least Barbie. I'm both I, both of them. I'm just like shut up, shut up. Of course. Like, I I remember right after it came out, Ben Shapiro was like, they use the word patriarchy ten times in a kids movie about Barbie, Ugh. and I'm like, shut up, you shut up, you worm. Of course, right. you fucking <laughs> you nerd. fucking worm. And then on the other hand. 
I am equally annoyed by people being like, actually, that is very impressive that they that they talked about the patriarchy. I'm like, you're both wrong. <laughs> you're both wrong. But that that's low hanging fruit. Yes, that's you're the both, problem. Yeah, is that like if you if you want to make a Barbie movie that like whatever tries to smash the patriarchy or something like that, right? Don't say the word. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you're so super obvious about it, again, this is a movie that neither of us have seen yet. Yeah. Just from what I've heard from people, um, then that's not you know that's not great either. But again, I haven't seen the movie yet. I want. I'm, right. go- I'm yes. still going to Let's... see it. Opinions are still uh, out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, should, I mean, like maybe we should do Barbie for it. the bonus show. Juice yeah, the numbers should. a little bit. <laughs> a month after it comes out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, but yes, the again, oh, the uh, the argument that art is bad. Art is not bad. Artists are bad, At and making people art. who uh, take in art are bad. But the art itself is not bad. Yeah. So anyway, we're the people who take in art. Oh my god, we're Dan! I just say. snatched a mosquito out of the air and killed it. <laughs> you are so locked in right now. I am locked in. I've been hey, cowboying all week. I am <laughs> locked in. Hey, speaking of bloodsuckers. There you go. Uh, Chapel Wait. Chapel Wait. Chappie. An Epic's original. Yeah, Chappie. That should have been our tie-in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Charles Boone living in Chapel Wait, hating it. Yeah, he hates of course. it. Of course. The kids hate it. Everyone hates it. Everyone hates him. Right. Uh, part of his his inheritance, it's not just this house. It's also this very successful lumber mill. I, I have a lumber mill. Uh, so he does hold that. Yeah. So a kid gets sick. They think it's like they think it's like some some illness that the Boones brought over on the boat. Um, the, as that's playing out. Right, Charles Boone is trying to start his lumber mill. He has like a speech to the whole town. They all sort of, yeah. There, first, there's that. Uh, you know, we get a few scenes where like, um, you know, Charles Boone is trying to, even though everybody in this town is a piece of shit, and, <laughs> and they are, like immediately hate him and his kids, yeah. um, and they make it very known. He still tries to like integrate himself in into the community. Sure. Um, there's that scene where he's first, they're first going to church. Um, and, uh, the, again, I can't remember her name, Rebecca Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can't woman, remember she sort because of, she's an utterly featureless character. Sure. <laughs> maybe that's part um, of the issue. She, uh, she takes a job as the, I can't remember what the title is, but it's essentially like a paid mom. Yeah, a bit of a governess. Um, governess, yeah. She's like in charge of taking care of the kids and then just sort of m- making sure that, like, I guess they're fed and whatever else. Mm, better get um, paid. Being a mother is the hardest job in the world. Right, of course. Um, so, and she's the one who's like, oh, you, you should go to church tomorrow. It's like a big deal here. And it would show, you know, show these people that you want mm. to be part of the thing. And then he goes. Also, midnight mass, by the way. Right. And then he goes and fucking. Uh, it's the pastor's fa- uh, father-in-law, I believe, or is it, or is it his father? 
I think father-in-law, um, yeah, who's right. like, the pastor is fine with them coming there, and the, the this old guy is just like, I don't know, he throws out some racist shit, and he's just like, you guys can't be here, I don't want you here, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, then like the next week, that's when he gives like the speech. He's like, he talks to the pastor and says, you know, I want to, I want to, uh, you know, say a few words to the people. Right. And this is after they've already sort of like told him to go home and, you know, leave this place. And, you know, we don't want, we don't want your kind around here or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought it was going to be something about like, you know, again, like sort of, uh, becoming part of the community or, you know, giving them a chance or something, but no, it turns into, like you said, like a Daniel Plainview style speech in front of the town where he's like, I'm going to take this wood mill and I'm going to expand it. And within five years, I will have a fleet of ships and we'll be shipping lumber all over the country. And, uh, you know, this town is going to be, uh, is going to prosper. Everybody in this town will prosper because of this. Yes. Um, and I'll tell you what, at this point in the show, I'm like, good. This is all good. Sure. Even though it's, there will be blood. And yeah. Let's call this, there might be blood. <laughs> yeah. There might be blood. <laughs> there might be blood. Not, obviously not very I mean, there good. are vamps, so there might be some blood. There might be some blood. Right. Um, the, I still am like, you know, kind of... Kind of what we were saying about the short story. It's it's the old money thing. It's like the intergenerational wealth. Like there's some talk about the lumber mill in the short story. Like that yeah. is, you know, this is what the Boons do. The Boons right. are like an enterprising dynastic totally. family, and um, that's good. Like yeah. that is the hmm. the other thing we didn't even talk about the cold open. And the okay. whole and the whole blood was it blood calls blood or whatever yeah, yeah, blood, blood calls, calls to blood. blood. They say that phrase one hundred times like it's the coolest shit in the goddamn universe. Yeah, and I think that is in the short story, but it's like a toss away line that Chloris says. Mm-hmm. Chloris is to- toss aways. That's a show I'd watch. Chloris is toss. Chloris is toss aways. Um, <laughs> But they do say it 100 times in this. It's like scrawled on walls in blood over and over again. Yeah, um, we in the cold open, we see a young Charles and uh, his father is digging a hole outside. Mm-hmm. And we can see that he's that. like crazed. And he, uh, he comes inside and uh, like his mother, like he, uh, the father is going for Charles and the mother tries to stop him and father kills a mother or or at least that's what we were led to believe she, he strangles her um then he takes charles and knocks him out and throws him in the hole Get and he's the gonna hole bury boy. him yeah mm-hmm. and right then that's when uh, uh the mother who was not actually dead uh she gets a gun and she just uh you know blows his head off yeah um you know, that's a lot for, like, an eight-year-old to take in. Sure. Uh, sure, sure, sure. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. A lot of that, though. But blood calls blood kind of shit. Um, so, uh, the other... So, what's his... Uh, Charles has... So, he has this wood mill, right? Then he also has these guys that have been working the mill for Stephen. 
and now they're the, you know they would be working for Charles and they go out there one he goes out one day and nobody's working so he's like what the fuck and he goes out to these guys um and he's basically like you know why aren't you guys working and they're you know they give some bullshit excuse whatever and then charles is like all right here's your severance pay you're fired and the guy's like well what are you talking about you can't fire me and all that stuff he's like you will work or you will be fired the end and then later on, those guys, um, they're like sort of egging each other on. And one of them uh, gets fed up, I guess, with the egging on. And he leaves. And his plan is to set fire to Chapelweight, uh, to the house. And on his ride over there, uh, he stopped by uh, a silhouette of a man in the in the road in like a top hat. Ooh, Scaramouche. Ooh. <laughs> Um, and you know, he's like, uh, get out of my way, stranger, whatever the fuck. And the guy walks up, he's got some sort of a, it's like a club, some sort of like metal club or something. Um, immediately like cracks the horse in the head, kills the horse, knocks him down. (laughs) And then he goes over to this guy, hits him. And while the guy is still alive, he like picks him up. And slits his throat and drains all of his blood into a bucket. And uh, and then he takes him away. And, and uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> we, or that's the end of episode one. I don't, all of this, all of this stuff is just, uh, uh, does nothing for me. Yeah, the, I was particularly put off by, maybe this is a different killing, but is that the one where it's like, there's a shot where it's like the camera is like in the bucket and you see the blood trickle down and then it like pans oh, no. up to his face. That's but something else. That was also something stupid. else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Forget um, it. And then that guy who gets his throat slit, his wife uh, for like the next five episodes is just like, uh, where, you know, where is my husband? Why has anybody you seen found- my husband? Brady? Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, the sick girl that we uh, met earlier, that's their kid. Mm-hmm. So this woman has, like, a sick child and a husband that has gone missing. Classic um, case of the one lady from Salem's Lot, the Glick mother. Oh, yeah. Classic or Glick, Glick father in that case, right? Glick yeah. father's the last one standing. No. Uh, no, I thought it was a... Yeah, wasn't it? I think it's the mother, right? She's, like, in the hospital. Doesn't she, like, attack? Oh, men? that's right. Yeah, yeah. you're right. That's yeah. a quick mom. Um, yeah, and then this just this woman then like sort of takes uh, this stance, this harder stance against the Boons, you know, saying that you know uh, as soon as they came to town, you know, my daughter got sick and now my husband is missing, and you know, me again, thinks this lady does not know the difference between causation and correlation. <laughs> <laughs> me thinks that. Me thinks. Um, yeah, uh, it's, I don't know, fucking dumb, whatever. The, so, we know that there are vampires here, right? We get this guy who's slitting throats, stepping on necks. There's a lot of, um, I don't know, it's a lot of like, oh, I have to go over here, I have to go over there and talk to this person. They draw out absolutely every 
plot line, every plot yeah. point, everything has to be this long fucking ordeal. <laughs> oh my god! Like enrolling in school, they're trying to get into the school, and now and that's a whole fucking big scene. And then they get into school, and then they're expelled. Okay. <laughs> Why did we have to do that? Oh god yeah. damn it! They're in school for a day. Why? Why do we have to do that? Yeah, wh- why are we doing this? And I, again, that's like that is just an opportunity to be like, look at, like, basically the point is just to be like, uh, these children are the victim of racial discrimination. Sure, there's no, it doesn't fit into the story more broadly. It is right. sort of just taped on. With the overall. Duct tape. I mean, the, the real problem here, again, is that it's 10 episodes long and it doesn't need for to. For sure. For sure. We have all like, these added characters uh, and. And it's just, like you they can all see need it something to padded. do. Yeah. Like, yep. it's, you know, like, okay, the episode is 50 minutes long and about 35 to 40 minutes is just padding. Yeah. Um, so yeah, everyone. Yeah, like you're saying, everyone like goes about their business very slowly. There's a lot of like going into cellars, going downstairs, and like things you yeah. must do. A lot of proceeding with caution. Totally. Ugh, very annoying. Um, also, while this is going on, Adrian Brody is sort of starting maybe to lose his mind. Um, maybe go a little Jack Torrance. Mm-hmm. He. Uh, he starts like seeing worms everywhere and he sees them like crawling under his skin. Um, he has a sort of poltergeist hallucination of him, like cutting his own face off. Yeah. Um, and he does hear the rats in the walls. Oh yeah. Uh, and big motherfuckers. Takes, yeah. It takes a pickaxe to it at one point, you know, it gets unbearably loud. And then this felt very strained to me. Um, Mm -hmm. He's like hacking away at the walls, can't find anything. And, you know, he wakes his whole family up. They all come in. And his daughter, Loa, is like, daddy? And he like turns (laughs) around with the pickaxe. And like, no offense, but she kind of got in the way of his (laughs) pickaxe. She's like, you tried to kill me. And it's a little bit like. I was pickaxing. I mean, you did see me pickaxing, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand that maybe I shouldn't have been doing that in the house. Yeah. But you did see me doing it. And then you you got in my way. That's kind of on you. I know you were frightened, and I'm sorry I frightened you. Right. However. However. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's where my responsibility ends. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's going a little loco. He does an ice bath at one point to try to <laughs> yeah. I, I, Which we obviously we all know uh you know, an ice bath is the best thing that you could do for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, well he had that uh, that, like that scene a, to clarify, that scene comes after he's pitched a complete game. He's gotta <laughs> right. heal his body, you know. He gets in the whirlpool. Yeah, he gets yeah. in the world. He gets in the ice bath. Um, you know, it's uh, uh, what's the other thing? Oh, and he uh, he tapes his mouth shut at night, um, so he can only breathe out of his nose. You know about that one, right, Dan? No, what's that? Oh, it's just like something where people are like people are just have started taping their mouth shut so they breathe out of their nose because it's supposed to be uh, better for you somehow. What? Oh, yeah. so this is like people who talk about like adaptogens. 
Yeah. It's the same nootropic people. Nootropic people, exactly. Okay. All right. Yeah. I've not they're heard taking this their one. nootropics and then they're taping their mouths shut. Hostage tape. <laughs> Fascinating. Fascinating time it's we a, live in. We it's a weird we live in a weird fucking place. Yeah. At least an ice bath kind of feels good, right? It's like it's refreshing. Like, I, like a cold plunge, I understand like there's science to back up like uh you know, it's good for you. Like it produces these like proteins in your body. Uh, it's the same thing as like going into a sauna. It does the same sort of, it has the same effect and then going <laughs> from the hot and the extremes and whatever. Yeah. But like, uh, but taping yeah. your mouth shut so that you have to breathe out your nose. Yeah. What is to be gained from this breathing out the nose? Uh, maybe somebody out there can, uh, Shed some yeah, light on if you this. listen to this show and you tape your mouth shut to go to sleep at night and you're not too mad at us for making fun of that, right? write in. Yeah, explain it to us. Oh, also, rate and review us five stars while you're at it. You already <laughs> hey. got your computer open. Yeah, and you know while you're at that, while you're you know clicking around, why don't you head over to patreon.com slash kingmepod and oh. sign up for the Patreon. Get all that fucking bonus content. Get to hear us talk about fucking bonus all content. All that fucking bonus content. All that hot, steamy, wet bonus content. <laughs> <laughs> that Christ. wet, hot American content. I, uh, yeah. yeah. We we should post the audio of the group sex in the wall. <laughs> yeah, maybe we as a As a bonus thing. Um, <laughs> people would love that. Yeah, people would love it. People love group sex. <laughs> they love it. Sex sells group sex. That's a value multiplier. Right. Um, I, I don't know. I don't. I, this is all. It's all just it drags out. It drags know, out. It runs together. It's yeah, it, it insanely is. I know boring. the other day I said that it was like, OK, but it feels like it should be shorter. I can't. Like I, the more episodes I watched after that, I'm like, oh fuck, this needs to be a lot. Shorter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the um. So there's eventually, I guess, like the main, you know, in the main story, in the Boone yeah. story, because there's also plenty of weird side tangents. Like the the woman who gives birth to the deformed baby is right. sleeping with the minister, all that. But the main Charles Boone story. Uh, that girl who is sick dies and says like on her deathbed that Stephen Boone, Mm. who is famously dead, uh, did it basically killed her. And so her mother, her grieving mother is like freaking out. Yep. She's like, Stephen Boone did it like confronts Charles in public at one point. And he's like, I can assure you my cousin, Stephen has passed on. Uh, but you know, as like time goes on, he's like, he's like, maybe he didn't do that. And he goes and digs up his grave and he goes and digs up his grave and what's in there, but bubkiss, but nothing (laughs) hot air, hot air. And he's like, fuck, Yeah, (laughs) maybe he's not dead. Maybe he's living in my damn walls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a thing that gets furthered when, uh, Tane, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> finds a finds like a uh what would you call that the what, thing uh, in the barn oh it's like a it, hatch yeah. yeah yeah uh that goes there's like a ladder and then it goes up into like the loft 
Yeah. Boone Charles, Boone comma Charles gets in that little hatch thing and like follows it. Well, it's like the, the underground thing, right? It's like a big big tunnel system that he follows and eventually takes him into the walls of Chapelway and he finds out, damn cousin Steven's been sneaking around in the walls of Chapelway. But, but why, damn? But why? why? (laughs) Um, also like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's true of the short story, but it's so much better in the short story. Well, yeah. Because he's like a lich. He's not a vampire at all. He's like a dead guy. He's yeah, like a, re- he's, he's more the, of a, yeah, he's, right, exactly, he's not a vampire. It's like some other sort of uh, parasitic, you know, supernatural being. Yeah, he's he's basically like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Um, but... So, uh, yeah, we do see uh, Steven. He talks to uh, Loa, sa- tells Loa that, like, Loa's really missing her mom. Um, says that, like, oh, well, you could still visit your mom. She's not really dead. And, no like, one's ever really dead. <laughs> right. It's, like, cartoonishly uh, vampire evil Halloween bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also, yeah, there's... There's that scene where it's like that Morgan uh, woman, she she's going around to people in town and like she goes to the the woman's house that the husband is missing and the kid was sick. And uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. She goes to the the sheriff or the constable, whatever you want to call his house. And the wife is being. is being drained of her blood by mm. um, not Stephen Boone, the vampire, but Philip Boone, Stephen's father. Um, yeah. And this is where we get our other king alum in the old uh, head, uh, old vampire here, with uh, Julian Richings, hmm. who is like an unusual looking man, uh, <laughs> looks like a vampire without any makeup on. Um, True enough, yeah. And you might remember him from Kingdom Hospital. Dan. I, of course, I do. That show with, uh, I believe, Andrew McCarthy and an Ardvark. How did you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, there is an Ardvark. That's maybe the only thing I remember about Kingdom Hospital. I mean, that and this guy's face because that face is very distinct. Yeah, um, I, but I don't... Uh, you don't recall Otto. him? He's Otto, of course. Of course he's Otto. And don't get me wrong, he is Otto. And he loves to get Blato. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and so. oh my god, Andrew McCarthy was on this show. I yeah. should watch this show sometime. This is a weird cast. Bruce Davison, Ed Begley <laughs> Jr. Yeah, you should watch that uh, that show sometime. Like yeah, I should I should watch this show sometime. I I, I keep hearing that uh, the original series uh, from Lars von Trier is very good, but goddamn, I cannot. I just have such a hard time mustering up the energy to watch a Lars von Trier thing. Yeah, it's just such a purposely <laughs> unpleasant experience. Yeah, I'm just uh, I just find myself never in the right headspace for it. <laughs> right. Um, I'll tell you what, this Julian Richings cat. Yeah. It's got a real Abe Sapien quality to him. Oh, d- oh yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's in 
he's in X Men Let's Stand, but he's only as a mutant theater organizer. What does that mean? A mutant um, theater organizer. Yeah, that makes no sense. Um, yeah, not. I mean, just a sort of odd, a unique looking guy. This is the kind of guy that I want to see more of in movies. Like a guy with a fucking face. Yeah, you man. Know? Although, you look weird, and you should be in pictures, son. Absolutely. So then there's he's another vampire, and then we got like the head vampire eventually, who is right. Jacob. <laughs> you don't love Jacob? You're not a no, big Jacob I, guy. As soon as they started saying like talking about how oh you have to go see Jacob and Jacob you, Jacob wants to talk to you and and so on, uh, I just kept thinking of Lost, uh, the show because one the. Uh, I don't know if it was like, I forget at this point if he was like some sort of God or if he was just like, um, you know, uh, just a God on the Island, whatever. But his name was Jacob mm. and P- the, Jacob had followers too. And then, you know, this guy's a, a wamp yeah. and he, he's just making followers left and right. Um, well, he's played by Christopher Heyerdahl, who, uh, people may remember from, Pee-wee's Big Holiday, the 2016 Pee-wee movie. That's the one uh, Paul Rust wrote, also R.I.P. Right? Paul Rubens. R.I.P. Pee-wee, absolutely. R.I.P. Pee-wee. R.I.P. Pee-wee. Um, yeah. did, you, did you see Pee-wee's Big Holiday? I did. Um, it was okay. I remember not loving it all that much. Um, I remember there being one really funny joke where he like deflates a balloon and makes it squeak for like oh, two yeah. minutes straight. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I like the I, part. I feel like I, I should give it another chance though. Yeah, um, I've I think it's probably not very good, but it seems like uh, he plays an Am- Amish guy. But I like the part where the farmer introduces all of his daughters. That part made me laugh. Uh, I don't even remember that. He has like twelve daughters, and <laughs> they all want Pee Wee, of course. Of course. Um, um, yes. So the written TV- by Paul Rust. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So the TV show Chapel Wait. Right. I'm talking about everything but Chapel Wait. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, uh, Charles, Charles thinks he's going a little crazy. Um, then he sees his damn cousin, uh, Steven as a, as a vamp. He, uh, as a vamp, praying on his daughter, Lo- uh, Loa, who's right. who's the Ricketts gal. Right. Uh, and he finds, he find he like barges in on this as he's exploring the walls of his house. Right. Uh, the tables have turned, right? Yes. Usually Stevens in the walls and now Charles is in the walls. Maybe they're not so different after all. <laughs> but he does do like a get the hell away from her, you bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's so stupid. Um, and he shoots. He shoots his cousin. His cousin falls out a window. And right. Then and then, but then being, he gets up and runs away. Did you also laugh when they show him run away? They show him run all the way away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have to pad this yes, show out. Yes, they do. Yeah. It was like yeah, the Monty Python Holy Grail thing where he's just running toward the castle for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. And then he, uh, Charles goes outside and he's met by, uh, Apple girl and I, Apple girl shows up quite a few times. Apple girl gets so much run for someone who, uh, 
all due respect, cannot act. Yeah. At all. Um, this whole thing with like the Apple girl and whoever else, I, they're, they're not vampires because they're out like in the daylight. They seem like maybe somewhere in between human and vamp, like a familiar. They are. Yeah. They're basically blood boys for the vampires. Yes, they are blood boys. The vampires just like nosh on these people. Um, right. And the, and, and the people are like, please, nosh on me more. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? The mother of the deformed child. Yeah. Um, I forget right. her she name. She used to be one of them. She's a former former blood boy, and she at one point she's talking to the minister about this, and she's like, it felt fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Getting noshed on feels good. Yeah. Um, and he can't stand it. This is all just sort of like uh, cult stuff, though, right? Like yeah. this all—it all feels like uh, like Charles Manson, the family kind of shit. Where like, yep. Which yeah. again is like kind of true to the short story, but like it, the short story is like a generation or two or three right. removed from that. Um, which it, I, it's just like if this was just a two-hour movie or a TV movie or whatever, you, that would make so much more sense you could do that you could have it like this generational thing where like whatever it is one or two generations back this all all this weird shit happened yeah now charles has to fucking like he has to get to the bottom of it and also like uh whatever defeat it you know figure it all out save his family yada yada yeah (laughs) it's Um, pu it's stinky it's it's a bit stinky um is there anything else you, anything else we haven't really like even talked about with this? I mean, it, th- there's that scene where Charles talks to, uh, uh, oh, Jacob. Jacob the vampire, yeah. Jacob the vampire, and right? Jacob does a, a just a whole exposition monologue. Oh my where god! Where he lays out the logic, the rules, yep. the backstory, and it's way, way dumber than. The short story. <laughs> yep. It's so True. stupid. It's literally just like, and obviously there's like stuff he's not saying, but the way it's written is just like, yep. it's, it's very bad. Um, oh, but basically the, oh, there's sorry, also, just, sorry, real quick. Yeah. Um, there, there's that weird scene where, uh, with James Boone, uh, who is a minister, I guess not in present day. He, it's like from the past. Right. Yeah. James Boone, yeah. Yep. And he's uh, he's killing somebody in his uh, in his congregation there, and they come in, and his wife comes in, and she tries to talk him talk him down. Uh, the guy who plays James is also a King alum. He was in The Mist. He played Man with Gun. <laughs> that I did not. I could not pick him out. I just yeah. uh, happened I to one. check his IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, uh, he had, uh, right. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jacob goes on this whole uh, exposition tear. Mm-hmm. Um, we start. We finally start hearing about the the worm book. I forgot right. exactly. Right, he what wants the worm book. Uh, if you don't know what the worm book is, and all of this is with the book. Yeah, and, so and Jacob is like, I'll I'll leave you and your family alone if you just give me that book. It's, You're the it's, only one who can, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what I was about God. to say. 
Yeah. So here's the deal. It's so dumb. <laughs> here's the deal. So uh, James Boone inked his name in blood in the Warm Book. Right. And by the way, if you don't know what the Warm Book is, first of all, I feel fucking bad for you. <laughs> go back and listen to the Chapel Wade episode. Right. We go into the Warm Book. Um, he says, you're your great-grandfather or whatever inked his name in blood, and so your entire bloodline is cursed. What is this, the Book of the Dead? Come on. <sighs> Don't even get me started. Um, so your entire family is cursed in perpetuity right. to really want this book. Like, it'll drive you insane. Right. All of you. So uh, that's why he's having these weird visions of worms crawling under his skin. Yes. Okay. Fine. Fine. So, um, Jacob's like, I need you to get that book for me. Cause it's, he, though, this is almost the line verbatim. He's like, it's basically our Bible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he says yeah. it's like the Bible, but for us or whatever, yeah, it's like the Bible for us, but wait, the whole, like, Oh, the thing about how only he can, why he only he can well, do yeah, it. Yeah. Right. So, so it's like, Jacob, he, yeah. Jacob's go like, ahead, I ahead. had asked Stephen and Philip both to get me the book. Um, but they became vampires, you know, like they failed in their, they wanted it for themselves or whatever. Well, no, and they, they were like, okay, we'll get it. Just turn us into vampires. And then as soon as he turned them into vampires, uh, they were like, oh, I forgot where I put the book. Yeah. Because, because the book only once- calls out to <laughs> alive people. It's so dumb. For some reason. So the, <laughs> that's the other, we did forget to mention this, but Steven... And maybe Philip too. I don't remember, but Stephen definitely is like, "Get me the book!" Like he every time. Yeah, he wants the book. He'll say, "Get me the book" to anybody who will listen, but especially Charles. Right. Yeah. So Jacob's like, "Ugh, I wish they could get it for me, but actually, only you can." Due to yeah. the, the book rules, the warm book rules. Yeah, this book fucking rips. <laughs> um, and yeah, he says, "If you get me the book, uh, you're free." Your whole family, like, the curse is lifted. It's like, I don't know. If a guy with long black fingernails tells you, like, they grow black, obsidian (laughs) black. If that guy's telling you that, take it with a grain of salt. Totally. uh, And I guess Charles does, because he's like, fuck you, I'm not getting you your fucking book or whatever. Fuck you, fuck your book. And then he's like, hmm, well, what if I were to threaten the lives of one guy you know and one lady you don't really know? One one lady you don't know so well that she has to say something to remind the audience that you've met her before. Yeah. And he's like, no, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't kill Abel um, yeah. or her. What's your name yeah. again? Yeah. So, I don't know. yeah, the... He basically like snaps a finger and the, uh, the Jacob does and they feast on the lady, <laughs> that right. poor lady. What a thankless uh, role just to be like, Charles Boone, you know me from town, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, I'll do whatever you say. Just don't kill the guy I do know. Yeah, don't kill the guy that I do know. And oh. I like. Oh, no, they might do that to a real person. Next. Right. Oh, God. So, yeah. Um, and that's kind of like it, right? Yeah. Like the I second. Mean, the f- It took Adrian five episodes. Brody, yeah. His guy, he's like, uh, he's sent out with like, he's going to go get the book. Um, and then there's a scene where uh, 
you know, we said like the constable's wife was being, uh, uh, you know, drained of her blood, right? Yeah. Um, we oh, get a yeah. scene where, you know, th- this was good. I liked this. Yeah, this wasn't bad. They, um, I forget who tells them, but there, somebody tells them. I think it's maybe Morgan, uh, but she says, um, you know, your your wife was attacked by Philip Boone. He's undead. He's you know taking your blood. She like the only way to save her to protect her is to keep her away from Philip. Um, and then you know whatever. So he he's like, I have just the thing. Yeah, yeah. So he puts his wife in in a prison cell, right? Yeah. Um, less of a night, less of a prison cell, more of a human sized dog crate. Sure, like a dog kennel. It's like yeah. it is not high enough off the ground. I don't think it. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then Philip does show up, um, and he wants he wants to drink that blood, and. The constable comes in with a gun. Uh, you know, there's a bit of a fight, struggle, whatever. Well, and actually, this is yeah. the part. This is the part specifically I like. That that's the only reason I I speak up now. But he he walks in and sees like Philip has his back to the door as he's like facing Mary. That's the one, the constable's wife in yeah. in her lady cage, and. Um, you you think he's like, hey, stop drinking my wife's blood or whatever. And then when he turns around, you see she's sucking the blood out of his wrist. And yeah. can I just say, uh-huh. loving it? Oh, loving it. Loving it. But up, 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 up. Bit of a bit of a Leslie Nielsen situation. Dead and loving yeah. it. Dracula dead and loving dead, it. Dead and loving it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then a fight ensues. He pins the constable to the ground. The constable stabs him in the neck with a cross, which you think would do him in. Yep. It doesn't at all. It doesn't seem to matter that it's a cross either, which no, it is doesn't. an interesting break from lore. Yes. You know, um, cause so much is made of, of how their God sucks. Christian God sucks. Yep. Worm God's number one. Right. Worm God. Awesome. Your God. Fucking lame. Piss poor. Piss poor. Piss poor God. What do, what do you think of this? The last scene in episode five where after uh, Adrian Brody has agreed to go get the stupid book for stupid Jacob. <laughs> yeah. Stupid congregation. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <Beth>. <laughs> Fangs you. Uh, and uh, he's on his way home and he sees. Uh, yeah. Uh. Just like. In the middle of the street, uh, having been attacked, presumably by Steven, we don't see it, but like this is like you know, she's gonna wake up, right? Rickett's gone, yada yada. Uh, but I don't know, that just felt like so weird and out of nowhere, totally unearned, yeah. And like, we also get like a long Adrian Brody grieving his daughter thing, oh my god, and like to his credit. Does a good job. He does a no, good he, acting he, job of it. But in the, again, the most unearned moment. Right. It's to the point where you're like, I don't, I'm not quite sure what is going on. Like, he is, he's crying like Loa is dead, right? Um, we, the audience, don't know if she's dead or alive or what. Uh, probably alive because we didn't see her die. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. 
he's doing like he's he's going like full like cranked up my kid just died i have to act yeah. accordingly here and he's yeah. fully tapped in uh, yeah fully tapped in yeah i thought it sucked it was like you must respect his tears <laughs> that that's sort of his message to all these vampires here right is respect my neck you're correct respect like, all Whoa. of our necks <laughs> yeah Listen, I'll get your book, but you got to do me one favor. You got to respect her next. <laughs> ah. Ah. Ah, damn it. Uh, no deal. <laughs> <laughs> Our jaw is is better than you is older than your jaw. That's what the 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 Apple girl says at one point. How about the scene of her and Tane, right? When Tane's up in the loft. Uh-huh. And she's just being bad. Being a bad so, there's so many like, oh, this scene, what is this scene about? I'm not entirely sure, and I don't think anybody involved in it knows either. That um, whole scene didn't have to happen. The whole like mental asylum thing didn't need to happen. Yeah, there's like a side quest where Adrian Brody goes to the mental asylum that uh, his cousin Steven was yeah, at. That's where he and- learns about ice baths. <coughs> Did you also wonder, actually, speaking of ice baths, yeah, why he was hacking at the ice? Did you not put that together immediately? I thought he was just beating up on some ice, personally. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I did like when they went to the mental asylum. Like they were walking past. Oh them, my god, those and were doing the- like all the worst sort of like. Uh, oh well, we have to. Uh, you know, this person is crazy. We have to drain all the crazy out of his head so let's take this like uh uh yeah you know, it's an like a timey drill like one of those things <laughs> that you like press up against a piece of wood and then you crank the one right side. it's like it's like that with like a vice around it that goes yeah. on someone's head and then you're like hold on let crank. me drill into the top of your skull that here. was so funny because there were like several of those too right right it's just like people being crazy the best was the one where it was just like they like put a sack over someone's head and just start like beating them up or something it's like <laughs> It's like we get it, we get it. No one knew what they were doing at this point. <laughs> we get it. Doctors weren't a thing. Yeah, doctors were also barbers for a long, long time. Yeah, I love that. That's so like, funny. Uh, you want me to uh, cut your hair while you're here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the leeches. Uh, I, yeah, the uh, leeches take about thirty minutes, so I can yeah. just cut your hair while you're here. <laughs> here, I need you to drink this bottle of bourbon. So I just cut your leg off, and um, while you, when he wakes up, he's like, "I also gave you a haircut. Uh, um, you looked like you needed it." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, or vice versa. It's like uh, you know, cutting your hair. Your leg's looking a bit gangrenous. You want me to just cut that off too? Oh, also, uh, sorry, but they talked about the four humors in this show. Did you catch that? There was no. like a doctor being like, we'll, we'll let some blood to reset their humors. This show's supposed to be in like 1850. Yeah. Like no one believed in humor. No one had believed what? in humors for like 200 years. I, I don't know what that is. What is that? The four humors. Yeah. So there's like a medieval quote unquote scientific 
understanding of the body where basically you had like four kinds of fluid in you and i forget what they are but it's like blood bile and then like two other ones well i I think there's like green bile yellow bile and probably jizz is the fourth one white bile right um and basically when you got sick they thought your humors like your levels were not balanced Uh. right you were out of color toner you had too much black black toner So basically like that's why they would do bloodletting and stuff is because they thought like you have too much blood for how much bile you have. You need to have the same amount of blood as you do bile. Yep. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But again, that's like something they thought in castle times, not in industrial revolution times. Like germ theory was like, I think was like definitively proven around this time and then also like no one had believed in that humor bullshit for yeah so that's a minor gripe but it does bug me also it's like you did a period piece you could have you could have googled it yeah you could have researched the period yeah yeah do you ever get worried that like uh in 200 years people are gonna look back at like our time and be like i can't believe they were they were doing that they were driving cars around i can't believe that i hope so I I love the idea that we've made any kind of progress. That sounds nice to or, me. Oh yeah, but I mean like uh like medical also where they're like they were stitching people up. I can't believe they yeah. used, they just sewed them up <laughs> they just like they were sewed a them shirt. Up. They just knocked them out and sewed them up. That's crazy. They're but they'll be like but the one thing they did get right was podcasting. Oh yeah. In particular <laughs> Billions of hours of yeah. podcasts. Anyway, yeah, they're like, to, and they're like that AI listens to in whatever a second analyzes it. <laughs> yeah. Nolan Iverson. What? Nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, they they talk about they're like you know they were so backwards back then. Except they got podcasting right now. Yeah. Let's all get together and go to Dan and Rob Church. That's right. All right. That's that's it for episodes you. one yeah. through five. Thank you for um, attending Dan and Rob Church, dear listener. Yeah, thank you for attending Dan and Rob Church. Sorry the episode is late. My bad. It's Rob's bad. He was too busy doing a lasso. That's right. I was... Did you do a lasso? Yeah. Did you get boots? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Show me them. Do you have them? Can you show me? Yeah, give me... If you give me a second. <laughs> you, you put your foot up on the table? Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, Rob's going to get his boots right now. So I don't think I don't think we discussed this on Mike actually, but Rob went on like a big rodeo sort of style trip. He went to like a dude ranch for vacation and did all sorts of um, you know stuff you do on a dude ranch. He uh, he did a lasso. He rode horses every day. He said he I believe drained a cow of all its blood. Uh, that, that part, I don't remember him telling me, but I think, whoa, okay. So, (laughs) so not, not only did, not only did Rob get boots, um, he's putting his headphones on. So So. not only did Rob get boots, but he got, okay. Those are sharp. Actually, you going to wear those, you wear those to work now. Honestly, I'm thinking about it. I think you should wear this whole get because you not only got the boots, but you also got a cool white Stetson. Yeah. Um, um, it's, I mean, the hat thing. Um, 
again, I was like, I don't know what, like, I'm not a cowboy. And then as soon as I got out there and I was like, I feeling am it, a cowboy. I am a cowboy. <laughs> and then like, you couldn't, you couldn't take the hat or the boots off of me. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't got that dog in you, but you got that little doggy in you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got my boots all dusty from the trail. And I'm like, well, I can't polish them. That's real dust. So yeah, that's, that's, that's authentic a, cowboy dust. Yeah, that's you're garbage. like the ger- you're like the Germans from uh, the German couple from Malcolm in the Middle that oh, Francis yeah. lives with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am. Sorry I'm for like remembering that. that. Uh, yeah. his name was Otto. I forget what her name was. Yeah. Um. Well, I think that's so, great. I think yeah. that's great that you got. Yeah, it was. It was. Such I cool lassoed. I shot skeet. Yeah, skeet shooting. You shot a pile of shit. That's right. Yeah. Um, so. That's scat. Skeet is come. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody. Yeah. They would blow loads into the sky, mm. and I would have to shoot them. Trying with to a gun. Trying to balance my humors, partner. <laughs> partner. Partner. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it. Okay. Um, skeet is, and remember. Uh, skeet is come. Skeet is come. Uh, Until next and, time. And don't don't uh d- yeah don't think that we didn't uh, address that when we were skeet shooting. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, uh, stay oh. tuned next next Friday. Uh, our final uh, on the Patreon. Our last episode in our Evil Dead series, which uh, is called Evil Dead Rise. Our Evil Dead series, which is called Dead by Dan and Rob. Dead That's by right. Dan and Rob. Uh, yeah, so, and then who knows what we'll do next. Yeah, who knows? We're also going to... Actually, I won't say what we're doing for the Patreon next, because we don't even really know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, until next time, I, of course, have been Dan. I am Rob. And instead of Stephen King, I'm going to say Skeeton King. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm still going to say That's Stephen you. King. You're the Skeeton King. Bye. Bye.